Thank you for joining me on this episode of Late Nights with Ness, which is a bonus mini-series of Heart on the Mic, where I share about my journey being a first-time mom. It is 5.14 a.m. and I'm coming to you live from my rocking chair with baby girl. I apologize that I missed you last week. I did not schedule the episode on my end, so my bad. These past two weeks actually have been pretty great. I'm still a tired mom that doesn't get a full night's rest, but that's motherhood. Some days she's sleeping in four-hour windows at night, and nights like the night before... She's sleeping every two hours, so when that happens, it's just a reminder for me to be consistent about her naps throughout the day because sometimes she's just sleeping so good. I don't want to disturb her, but then it leads to me being up every two hours at night, which isn't a good thing for both of us because I'm just grumpy from being tired and not getting any rest and I mentioned that I've been trying to take naps but recently because her sleep schedule has improved for the most part I've been skipping out on those naps um just because I feel like I can but on those hard days I do regret skipping out on them so just trying to find that nice little sweet spot when it comes to napping and things like that but honestly a lot of people say that they grow so fast and I actually have a few family members and friends that had a baby recently just like me and um, I, I see that their babies are so active and I'm just like what the heck all she does is sleep all the time but just within these last two weeks she's um more alert in the sense of being awake and just wanting to chill with us and sit around it's not an all-day thing but I notice that in the morning after her first feeding to get the day started um she's more likely to let me put her down in her little I think it's called a boppy I could be wrong it's like this yeah, I think it's a poppy, the thing that she chills on. And she'll just watch me as I do things around the house or I'll sit there and talk to her and she'll just stare at me. So it's it's a super exciting thing that she's open to doing that. I used a few weeks ago when I would put her down, she would just cry and be upset because she wanted to be with me. And now she lets me do that, so it's nice and just talking to her and her following my voice or my husband's voice is just super exciting to see and um, I'm hoping that her tummy time starts increasing. I got this little toy for her or this cushion that has like attachments so 
as a mom, I'm super excited, excited about that. So that way she can start like reaching for things and to see your motor skills develop is something I'm looking forward to. Um, she's not really like cooing yet or anything, which I know she should be as far as like baby milestones this week, but she's on her own timeline and that's okay. I'm really just trying to soak it all in because um, they're right. It goes by so fast. Her face is changing. She's not looking like that little newborn anymore. And I'm just, I'm in awe of my baby and being a mom. I'm able to just enjoy it as she's growing and I'm growing as a mom and just getting things down. We still don't have a routine and that's okay because I'm just grateful to be able to be home with her and to take things one step at a time and that there's room for error or troubleshooting and being a mom just really takes patience and growing in the transition and the new things for us are turning into our norm. And that is an exciting place to be as a mom because obviously, as I said in the last episode, I'm learning new things every day. And I feel like my confidence in myself as a mom is growing. That I'm not second guessing certain things or being hard on myself or little things um something I always have in the back of my head is like if is what I'm eating gonna make her stomach hurt because um she tends to be a little gassy so I think her stomach is sensitive to certain things that I eat so I definitely am that person who stays away from certain foods for her sake uh, like broccoli when I eat broccoli I notice she's extra gassy, um, but that's just like little baby things. There's obviously um, just so much. I did pass my um, six weeks postpartum visit, and um, that visit usually is when moms get cleared to go to work or back to work. And for me, I haven't worked since May, so having that visit was just a reminder for me to be grateful that I have the opportunity to to be home with the baby right now and just really not get ahead of myself um, because for a while I was just thinking about okay how am I going to get back to work what am I going to do when I get back to work the reality is I don't want to go back to work in the sense of leaving the baby with the babysitter, which would be my mom. Um, I just would rather be able to be home with her and, and enjoy her being small. So I just honestly will probably look for something that I can work from home. 
So if anybody knows any like legit jobs where you work from home part-time, let me know. I have a wide range of experience because you guys should know if you listen that I've kind of done it all from customer service to being a youth worker to even event planning, you know, trust my skills. <laughs> I'm a hostess with the mostest is what I've been told. But honestly, I'm really just trying to take it one step at a time. And I'm okay with that right now, which is a big thing for me because I'm someone who tends to overthink things. And I texted my sister the other day and I was like, I think I finally accepted the fact that I am going to be a stay-at-home mom for a while. And being a homemaker is a term that I've seen a lot recently. And, um, sounds so old school but (laughs) that's what I am right now and that's okay and I'm going to embrace that with these life transitions and I just really like to give language to the things I'm unsure of and having that thought and processing it really gave language to that which is me being out of the work place and being a homemaker right now cool definitely just going to roll with it and um some days if I'm honest it's not an exciting thing for me to think about but it's a part of the process there's growing pains as I always share I'm someone who likes to be on the go so someone being someone to just be home is not in my personality per se but I'm going to part ways with what's not fitting for me right now which is going back to work it's not super realistic for me in the sense too where I know um, leaving the baby with the babysitter is going to be more stressful for me than being home and yeah, it's just something that my husband and I are more comfortable with right now. And um, I guess we can say I have have to put, the thought, put that thought aside for now and maybe even figure out a way how to make money from home, whatever that may be. As 2021, people make money doing this, I don't want to say simplest of things, but some things we don't even realize we can make money doing so I just got to get creative if I want some extra cash so that's honestly where my thoughts have been if I'm being completely transparent with you but speaking of parting ways with what's not fitting to you now I or not fitting to me right now I would encourage you to reflect on that thought process there because we outgrow things or things are just not meant to be in the moment and are something for the future I definitely believe that I will be back in the workforce obviously I'm going to school for that reason 
But as for now, for the sake of my peace of mind and my joy and happiness, I've processed the fact that I'm going to be home instead of constantly working, worrying about like, okay, I need to figure out what kind of job I want to look for. I'm just accepting I'm going to roll with it and know that, hey, there's another way for me to for me to make money because who doesn't like having extra cash? So maybe there's ways that or maybe there's something, a thought, a relationship, a commitment. The list goes on. But maybe there's that thing that you need to part ways with because it's not fitting for you right now. Because we definitely outgrow things, people, processes, and even doubts and ideas. The, a great thing to outgrow is doubts, self-doubt to be exact. Um, something I've just been really thinking about is walking confidently and that's super important and it really sets people apart their confidence is what drives them and is a force that motivates them to keep going and if you lack confidence in one way or another just remember that whatever it is that you're making a big deal in your head is not a big deal and the simplest way is just to to put whatever it is into action, to act on your idea, your desire, your... It might even be something that's necessary, but do it believing in yourself and trusting that you're capable of doing it and you're worthy of being there and it will be a game changer for you. Sometimes I don't feel like recording the podcast is significant that I'm just mumbling on about random crap. But that's doubt that's trying to keep me from doing something that I truly love and enjoy doing so it's gonna happen a lack of confidence will be there but push yourself and if it's a funk or a little red that you can't get out of reach out to somebody and be honest and say hey I feel like I can't do this even though that I know that I can but as for now what I do want to say is that I'm proud of you for whatever progress you've made recently or whatever step you're taking, even if you're unsure because it's something that you desire to do. Like, be proud of yourself, give yourself some grace, and be excited to give yourself the credit that you deserve. Celebrate the things that feel like they're little, because it's no small thing. Accomplishments are accomplishments. 
and they seriously add up to something greater. And as for me, the podcast just turned three years old. And in this three-year mark, I've been a solo podcaster. I stepped into this season, season three on my own. And that is a small thing and a a bigger picture per se. But for me, it's a big accomplishment because I'm showing up here on my own. I'm the one who has to push myself to do it. I don't have a co-host anymore and just so many other factors. So I'm proud of myself for being here for this episode, for this season, for this mini-series. And um, it's even given me the confidence to start doing something that I've been talking about and journaling about and thinking about for years, which is starting a little blog. So there is a little website on the internet that is being written and put together by me. And that's something I'm excited about. I've dropped or I've posted two blogs already, just one introducing her on the mic. And the second blog actually um, is something I wrote back in September which, if you don't know, September, September is um, National Suicide Prevention Month. And with mental health being something that's super important to me, I actually did write a blog about that. So those are two blogs that I recently wrote about, and I'm proud of myself for that. So this is me celebrating those accomplishments by sharing them with you because... Um, when I opened the blog or opened the website, I feel like it's just my little secret. Like, ooh, nobody knows that I have this. Like, hopefully nobody finds it because I don't want, I don't know, to feel embarrassed or shy about it. But it's on the internet. People are going to come across it and I just need to be proud of what I've been working on. So. You need to be proud of what you've been working on, too. Progress is an amazing thing, and don't let the growing pains, a.k.a. self-doubt, is in, in that keep you from pushing past it to be where you deserve to be. Proud of yourself and celebrating what you're doing. With that being said... Uh, That's a wrap and I will see you next week.